Chapter 9, My Spiritual Awakening. So this chapter, like everything else, I, I really want it to be real. Because it's all about God and how he really, really, really worked through my life, in my life. And so I'm sitting here, you know, I, I take the time to pray before I do any of these podcasts and just ask God, hey, you know what, God, let this be of you and not me. And because I want everybody to know it's it's all about him. He's done everything and everything from then till now and forward. It's him working. It's him working. And so just to start this off, I want to give a little bit of background and um, you know, I, I've talked about how, um, you know, I, I was kind of in a bad place and, and kind of is not the word. I was in a horrible place. I was in the lowest, darkest place in my life. I had turned to alcohol, to prescription medications, um, to pretty much numb everything that I was going through. There was a ton of mental abuse happening to me. And that with the fact that I never actually handled um, the physical and mental abuse that I had early on in my life, it all manifested. And I physically had manifestations that were killing me. I wanted to die because the pain physical manifested pain was getting uncontrollable it was it was just something that i don't wish on anyone but i can guarantee you people are going through this every every day and so i knew as a person that had brought, been brought up knowing god i knew god but as someone that grew up with that way i knew god and I even told myself many times, oh, God's here for me. God's here for me. I'm not going to die. But there were plenty of times that I told myself that this was unbearable, that the stuff and the mess and everything, not only the, the ugliness that was being done to me, but then I turned around and I'm like, well, heck, let me go ahead and get some vengeance, get some revenge. And that just created guilt which then compounded in, into the abuse. And it, that's why it became imaginable. That's why it became imaginable pain and this, this suffering. And it's nowhere near some other people's. But in, in my selfish time, in my selfish moment, it was all about me. It was about my pain. It was about my suffering. And even though I talk to people on a daily basis about it, they're like, oh, it's okay. Just, you know, you got to forgive and let go. But how do you do that? Nobody told me how to do that. It's like telling somebody to pray, but they've never learned how to pray. So how do you pray? You know, my praying is different than anybody else's praying. I talk to God like he's right here, like he's sitting right next to me, like he's my pal, like he's my high school classmate, that he is just, he he's right next to me. And so... I 
literally, that, that's how I talk to him now, but I didn't even talk to him then. I didn't acknowledge that he was anything more than the clouds in the sky. And so, um, I'm sorry, guys, I, I kind of get off track sometimes. But that's just kind of where I want to give you a little background of where I was. And But I was still going to church every Sunday and still asking God for his plan and still begging people to pray for me and still asking for him to start working on me. And, and that's where the, um, the Holy Spirit finally took a hold of me and grabbed me at that concert. But that was just the beginning. I think that was just so I wouldn't be freaked out. Because let me tell you, it was fixing to hit me like a freight train. So that that concert that we went went to was, um, I'm trying to remember, but I think it was in December. And so, um, and, and the holidays passed by, we, we came back and, and we're attending church. And, and that's when, you know, in January is when I wanted to tell people that this weird, crazy experience that happened and how I'd been reaffirmed by um, my friend and, and her husband and her, her friend. And so we, um, you know, I was so excited about telling people. And then I had to deal with, um, with that attack. I mean, literally it took me weeks to recover from that. And so we're looking at, you know, the, the end of January, a friend of mine said, Oh, Hey, look, in, in mid February, they're having an extra treat. And, um, if you don't know what an extra treat is, it's, um, it's a retreat and they have women separate from men and they, you go on this usually four day, uh, retreat and it's very spiritual and it's normally um, based around the Catholic faith. Now, I was, I was raised Catholic, so these things weren't strange to me. But it's wonderful how this community of X uh, um, groups, they actually invited non-denominational. Like, it was non-denominational. You know, you still had to sit through all of their um, traditional aspects of the Catholic faith. Um, but it was open to anybody, anybody that needed Jesus. And so my girlfriend, I, you know, looking, me being perfect Patty, looking on the outside, I didn't have anything wrong with my life, even though I was just completely um, crumbling. <laughs> That's the best word is I was crumbling. Um, and, and I was broken and shattered and in a million pieces. But I kept that mask glued together. You know, my mother-in-law says, you got to fake it till you make it. Well, I was faking it. I should have got an Emmy Award. And so <laughs> that just makes me laugh thinking about that. Um, because, you know, and it also makes me very sad because nobody should have to do that. Nobody should have to fake it till you make it. Because I want to make it right now. I want my kids to be where I'm at right now. I just, uh, I can't say enough. Anyways, getting off topic. So um, going back to um, the extra treat, you know, my girlfriend, I thought she was struggling with, with all of these things. And, man, I was going to go and I was going to support her and I was going to be with her. And, you know, because I'm the strong warrior person and I'm going to go do this for her. Well, little did I know that, a day before we were leaving that my friend would chicken out and she left me high and dry and I was going by myself and I literally lost 
the excitement because in the beginning I was excited to do this with my bestie. But then that excitement went away when, because it, then it turned into anxiety because I was doing this by myself. And I already had paid for it. And I'm like, you know what? I've been telling God that I want to get right. So here's the first year. Let's